morning, folks. It's time for Democratic Perspective, brought to you by the Verde Valley Independent Democrats, a weekly talk show about the crucial political issues facing the Verde Valley, Sedona, Northern Arizona, and the nation at large. Join us for a stimulating, thought-provoking discussion. You'll get the facts as we focus on the challenges facing everyone. Good morning, folks. Welcome to Democratic Perspective. Steve Williamson here, and sitting across from me is Karen McClellan, who's put the show together today. And um, so I think it's best for her to introduce the guest. We're staying within the Democratic Party. We're not we're not doing our alien abduction show today. So, <laughs> uh, Karen, you want to introduce our guest and. A little bit of focus about what we'll be discussing today. Yeah, today we're going to you know, sort of stay on the sort of local democratic level. Um, the Yavapai County Democratic Party elected new officers at a meeting this past Saturday. So we're talking with two of the people who were elected to the, the new Yavapai County chairman for the Democratic Party, Mike Vogel, um, who just finished a race for Arizona Senate in our district which unfortunately he lost. He's also a school board member in Chino Valley and a former teacher, and he will be the chairman of the county party for the next two years. And also then he's calling in, and in the studio we've got Lama Hayburn, who any of our local listeners probably know because she organized in Sedona and the Verde Valley a lot of the canvassing during this past election, and she's been elected to sort of second vice chair for the county, specifically to help coordinate precinct committee people and volunteers for the next couple of years. So we're going to talk a little bit about the, you know, the county itself on some of the statistics and then the election in general and what people can do to, in the next, you know, before we all gear up for the presidential election, what you can do to, you know. And just to remind that Sedona listeners, two-thirds of Sedona is in Yavapai County and one-third is in Coconino County. So most of our vote is in, in Yavapai. And um, you can actually go online and see, see, get a map of who's who and where's where. Um, how do you want to start? Where should we start today, Karen? Because there's, there's a lot of different stuff to cover. A lot of different things. Maybe just a, f- a few things on you know, what the, the, the volunteers and the county party, everybody just did in this past election. Because there were some very interesting statistics on how involved and engaged the, you know, the people in this county have been and what they actually did and while we didn't win the uh, legislative races, because Yavapai County is, is still uh, you know, almost twice as many Republicans as Democrats registered, but the, you know, our, the turnout and the work probably even made a big difference in electing statewide Democrats in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So maybe Lama can tell a few things on like the county, the county turnout versus the state turnout. And, yeah, yeah um, so first off, Yavapai County had the highest turnout in the state, which is pretty amazing, um, especially for a midterm year. We had... 75% turnout, which means three-fourths of eligible voters in Yavapai voted, which is fantastic. The statewide turnout rate was about 63%, so we are actually above the statewide average. Um, and part of that is significant because even though we didn't win some of the local races on like the Yavapai County level, our legislative races, we, the Yavapai County Democratic votes were part of what pushed the statewide candidates over that threshold in order to win. So that's part of why we got Katie Hobbs. That's part of why we got uh, Mark Kelly. That's part of why we got Adrian Fontes and Chris Mays. You know, those 500 votes that in her margin, 
a lot of those came from Yavapai County. She probably left Sedona with more than that, with maybe 1,500 votes up oh, yeah. over, over yeah. her oh, yeah. Republican uh, um yeah, because back in 2010, for example, when we our legislative district was all of Yavapai County, as it is again now, back in 2006, 8, 10, the Democratic turnout or the Democratic votes cast in Yavapai County was about the same number of Democratic votes for Democratic candidates were about the same number as registered Democrats. This time around, the votes the Democratic candidates got locally even was considerably more than the actual number of registered Democrats. So. A lot, you know, a certain percentage of, of independents and Republicans voted for Democratic candidates in Yavapai County, which is a change from a decade ago. It yeah. is certainly true in Sedona that uh, independents lead uh, uh, Democratic. Uh, so when people look at our statistics and they look at the number of registered Democrats and the number of registered Republicans, it's a little bit uh, not disconcerting, but it's a little bit. A little bit wrong because of so many of our Democratic voting, consistent Democratic voters are registered independents, Lama, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. In fact, about a third of Yavapai County is independent. Um, and that statistic holds true through the, like, through the different cities in the Verde Valley. Like Sedona is a little bit higher on the Democratic side of those third, third, third. But, you know, places like Camp Verde, Cottonwood, um, those tend to have a little bit more Republicans than Democrats, but it's still roughly a third Democrat, a third Republican, a third Independent. So those Independent votes really make the difference. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, 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 and we looked at the things they talked about in Sedona, the, the volunteers, um, canvassers, people in Sedona knocked through the election season on about 25,000 doors, which is almost more doors than there are, because that does mean that some of those people were contacted during the primary season and the season, and that a third of the people that were contacted by someone knocking there actually responded. Yeah. They actually oh, opened the door right. and yeah. talked to the person, which is a very unusual number. Usually you get a much lower number of, of actual Contact, contact regardless of who it is that answers the door. Usually, there's nobody home or nobody answers the door. They, you know, they look out the window and see someone they don't know, and they just don't answer. <laughs> right, yeah. like a typical for a typical canvas, a good contact rate is around like 17 to 20 percent. Our contact rate in Yavapai County was 30 percent for this wow. past election mm -hmm. cycle. So we did pretty well. I have a close personal wife that I now see on Sunday <laughs> afternoons where before I, I hadn't seen her in, what, eight weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> she did a remarkable amount of canvassing for us, and really, you know, she yeah. hit a lot of those doors out of those 25,000. <laughs> she hit a good portion of those. Yeah. So the canvassing went well, and the vote went well in our local area, uh, and uh, the... Um, candidates that were supported by the far right, the same group of people, Lama, over and over and over again, ever since the Tea Party. It's the same group of guys mm -hmm. and, and women who, who, uh, who uh, support the far right wing. And they were back again with another attempt to elect a mayor of Sedona and some council people, and they lost all of them. They did. The they races. lost all of them. And that happened statewide, well, actually nationwide to some extent. All of the, for example, Secretary of State candidates that were election deniers, they all lost. All so the deniers all lost? All the deniers lost. So people are realizing, 
we shouldn't have an elections official that doesn't believe in elections. It just doesn't make sense. We had such good Republican uh, election folks here in, oh, in, in Yavapai County um, that everyone respected Democrat, Republican, independents. They did a great job, and, um, and uh, they were forced basically from office by yes. uh, just nasty, nasty attacks. Hate threats or death threats, hate mail. Um, there's a possibility someone was poisoned. Like it. Really? It was pretty I heard extreme. That. Uh, it was a dog. <laughs> but, um, uh, the, it was yeah. pretty extreme the the way they kind of ate their own because Leslie Hoffman, our former um, recorder, was so highly respected because Yavapai County has been running the best elections in the state for a long time now under her leadership, and she was forced out because she wanted to protect her family. Who can blame her for that? And yeah, it was it was a shock to see her being forced out, uh, being a Republican, and mm-hmm. and the vote in Yavapai is about two to one for for Republicans versus Republicans. Democrats, yeah. So it's an election the Republicans won massively by a Republican official, and yet she sustained these vicious attacks. Mm-hmm. Let's let's ask Mike a little bit about the the situation in Yavapai County: Republicans, Democrats, Independents. Uh, Mike, what what do you see in the future? You're the new chair of the Democratic Party in Yavapai County. Um, it's an important post because uh, we need people to do all the all the work of the elections before the elections. We can't just sit around and show up on election day because there's hardly election day anymore. Everybody votes by mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mike, what what's the prospects for the Democratic Party in in Yavapai County? First of all, as long as we have people like Lama who uh, are devoting their time to organizing volunteers and PCs who do all the groundwork, we're we're in good stead. Um, We need to maintain what has taken place in this past election in terms of the the work that uh, the Democrats uh, were doing, uh, and um, we need to maintain that, and we will. And... Um, if I could uh, piggyback a little bit and give a little bit of, of a different perspective on something that uh, Karen was talking about. That would be um, great. <laughs> the Clean Slate for Democracy campaign earned 40,000 total votes. 40,000. So of that, about 25,000 votes were Democrats. That's 75% of the 33,000 registered Democrats. Why don't you, Mike, why don't you explain what the clean slate was for our listeners who may have forgotten or who who didn't pick up on Yeah, so this clean slate uh, for democracy was uh, a slate of Democratic candidates, myself for the Senate, um, and uh, Neil Sinclair and Kathy Ransom for the House. And uh, we we combined our forces uh, and worked closely as a team um, to do the best that we can to, uh, um, you know, get elected in a county where the Republicans outnumber uh, the Democrats 2.5 to 1. So um, when we talk about the prospects for Democrats uh, in the future, I think one of the things we're going to have to focus on, Lama, which we will talk about in the future here, um, is 
registrants. We're not keeping up in terms of re- new registrants for the Democratic Party like the independents and the uh, Republicans. <clears throat> in fact, uh, in the last, uh, if, if we take a look at um, 2020 election, um, let's see here. Um, yeah, in 2022, our registration Democratic actually decreased from 35,000 to about 32,000. Uh, uh, so there's some work that needs to be uh, taken care of. Yeah, and I think a lot of those were people that went independent because, and just in general, a lot of new independents registered from former Republicans that didn't feel comfortable identifying with Democrats, but also from people, you know, upset with party politics and the partisan fighting. There were a lot of people that opt out of the process by not being part of the parties. There's always, right. that, there's always that. And you're talking about Yavapai County or, or the district, uh, Mike. Uh, what, what, what's the universe of the 35,000 people we're talking about? It's countywide. County, it's the countywide vote. Yeah. yeah, the legislative district is Yavapai County, so it lines up nicely. <laughs> right. I think yeah. folks have got to catch up with that. Originally here in Sedona, we were... Uh, things were a little different. Now it's totally Yavapai County, right? And the little part of Coconino in okay. Sedona. Exactly. So all of Sedona is together, which is quite nice. Yeah. Right, right. So, so tell us a little more, Mike. Yeah, to get back to make the earlier point I was trying to make is that of those 15,000 votes that were not Democrats, they were something else. Um, and uh, that made it uh, very interesting for the statewide elections. Um, Hobbs won by 17,500. Uh, Mays by just a little over 500. So, uh, those, those votes, those voters that were non, uh, not Democrats that we engaged, um, had a very big impact, as Salam has already in, uh, indicated on those statewide, uh, elections. And they were activated. I, I, I like to talk about the exhausted majority. Um, those people who are tired of uh, Trumpism and uh, election deniers, we very def- definitely rejected um, those people in, uh, that were, were running in the uh, Republican side in the statewide offices. So that's encouraging. Um, and um, so we just need to keep this work going, don't we, Lama? Absolutely, and I've got lots of plans for doing so. Yeah, and I know that we've done things in Sedona. I know some of the other areas is that in the next two years, you know, some of them are off-cycle elections, and some will be in two years. We've got local elections in most of the cities. You know, again, we'll have you know, council races, mayor races, and we also in two years have every single county-wide office up for you know, up again, and, and we've had very few Democrats step up to run in those. You know, we've been been lucky in past years. We had people like Mike step up to run for the state legislature, even in a Republican district. It, we haven't had as many people step up to run for countywide offices. And there was, you know, last last time round, we had two Democrats ran for county supervisor. One got elected here in Sedona, but we need to, th- you know, we know we need to remember that the, those and, and try to elect more Democratic city council members to some of the cities that are, will have elections in the next couple of years, Democratic mayors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I think that's yeah. essential that not only are we 
you know, winning when we run candidates, but we need to be running Democratic candidates for every possible office because part of it is showing people that they're not alone. So one thing we would hear at the doors all the time was, oh, my God, I thought I was the only Democrat. Oh, my God, there are other Democrats in Yavapai County. Like, people were genuinely amazed. Like, we had people break down in tears, hug our canvassers. Like, people got very emotional because they felt so alone, especially in areas like Camp Verde and Cottonwood that are a little more red than Sedona is. And when we have a candidate running for things like state legislature, like Mike did, it means that we can gather around someone and say, oh, I'm not just voting against this guy. I am voting for someone I believe in. And that makes a big difference to people. I think that's very important. That was my experience years ago canvassing in, um, in Camp Verde. People didn't know there were other Democrats around. I remember telling one woman, and uh, you know, she had like three kids and two dogs and stuff, so she was really impacted by all this stuff. And she said, you know, she said to us, you mean there are other Democrats here? And I looked at my thing I was carrying around. I said, there's six Democrats in the two or three blocks right around here. You know, the people across the street, catty cornered you are Democrats. And, and you know, um, so she was that, that kind of person. She was surprised that there were any other Democrats. We had at the the county the county election meeting they just held was at the uh, the adult center in Prescott and there was a little craft show going on in that building at the same time and somebody actually saw the sign on the one door that said Democratic meeting here and said I didn't know there were any Democrats in Yavapai County and this is you know <laughs> yeah shortly after election she happened you know so she turned you know they they got her name and yeah, address and she's going to be in touch and Lama will be in touch with her about volunteering but you know, even right after an election you know where there were we thought we were talking to them, you know, ta- getting right. message out that there were that there was an active mm-hmm. party and there were Democratic candidates to vote for. That there were still people who, who don't know. Who, we we encourage this, yeah. this woman uh, uh, to join Door, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, I just saw her situation with the young kids, young kids in in tow and and dogs, and she worked full time for one of the Jeep companies, and her husband worked full time for a Jeep company. I thought. Chances of getting her to go to political meetings is, is very small. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people don't realize that the political meetings are a lot, sometimes a lot of fun. And they're certainly yeah. interesting. And it, 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 if you get a, an impression, folks, that nationally everybody is always fighting with everybody about something, I think that when you go to a lot of these meetings, you'll find uh, uh, friends, right, and, and colleagues. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I would say we have a really good group of, I would say, regulars, so to speak, that come out largely to see each other, right? Like, it's it's an excuse, like this county party meeting we had on Saturday, it was a great excuse for everyone across Yavapai County to get together and catch up with each other. And so it is, like, you do make friends doing this work, and I have several canvassers that they started, and they, they'd never done it before. They were a little bit scared. So we sent them out with someone who had done this a lot and was very experienced. And they would come back and say, when do I do this again? Like, and they made great friends. Like, some of them are still, you know, looking at being roommates, like, just hanging out together. Like, people really do make friends doing this. And part of what we want to do, both with Democrats of the Red Rocks, but also uh, the Verde Valley Yavapai Democrats, which is the basically the Verde Valley affiliate of the Yavapai County Dems. Um, We are trying to restructure in a way that actually meets people's needs where they are. So maybe a meeting isn't for everyone, 
but maybe there's something else that would be good for people, like a social over drinks or, you know, like whatever that looks like. And we are open to hearing things if anyone has ideas. But, uh, yeah, we want to meet the community where they're at because otherwise what's the point? I think that sounds like a great idea, don't you, Karen? Oh, yeah. To try to be open to all kinds of different things because people are in such situations like like this woman with the young kids, I mean, and a job and two dogs. I mean, how is she going to be able to go to meetings in Sedona when she lives in Camp Verde? You've got to find something she can do in Camp Verde to exactly. So let's ask Mike what the party in Nevada is going to do. Mike, we'll put you on the spot here. Yes. So, you know, I think what's happened is we've built a good team that understands everything that uh, uh, Lama has just been describing and that there is uh, a lot of momentum right now, and we need to maintain that. And... uh, we're going to do that by uh, the, uh, by pulling together the team on uh, January 7th for a retreat uh, and uh, a strategic planning retreat um, to outline some goals and some strategies and some uh, action plans on what we'll do in the next couple of years. So, yes, meeting everyone's needs is one of the big challenges we have. I maintain that uh, if I could fill up gymnasiums full of the folks that you were just describing, that mother with three three kids in school and three dogs, uh, both uh, parents working, many single-parent family. uh, There are many single-parent families that just don't have an extra minute during the day uh, in order to participate in something. If I could fill a gymnasium up of those folks who have their kids in the public schools um, and describe then what is happening in public education uh, in this state, that I think we, we could turn a lot of those voters who are voting Republican um, simply because there's an R uh, next to that candidate's names and haven't been that engaged. So this is the big challenge. Um, as we know also throughout the country, young people came out in droves more than in any other time in history, and we know how they are voting. So I think, Lama, one of uh, our goals, I think, in the next year and and two years um, will be to focus on uh, engaging uh, young people of Yavapai County. Um, And I also think we need to um, spend more time with our Hispanic community uh, and make inroads to engage them as well. So yes. th- those are some of the things that uh, I think we'll, we'll, we will move towards in the uh, next couple of years. And the one thing I know the county party did last year, which we always talk about when you talk about the National Democratic Party or the statewide Democratic Party, is that you, you know, Jay Ruby went out and deliberately organized meetings in some of these smaller rural towns. Yeah. You know, lots of times the county party has been focused you know, on Prescott um, and we've got other organizations, the Verde Valley, which you know are, are, some are party connected, some are more independent. But we don't. None of us, you know, again, people going to Seligman and Black Canyon City. He was going to all the places all of these small don't have that, party. Yeah, uh, where there maybe clubs. are a handful of PCs and and no more, and they were you know 
drawing people in to come to somebody's house on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon and listen to a candidate. If there was one, listen to somebody talk about education. I know early on a number of, the, of those meetings focused around issues of education. And I think that's something where the party really did well this, this time. To, and I'm sure that's had an effect on, on the voter turnout and things in some of those more rural areas where generally – People, regardless of whether you're Republican or Democrat, don't often see a candidate. How many candidates go to Seligman? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, statewide right. candidates. You know, and then this brought some of those statewide candidates even out to these small places, which always makes a big a big difference. If you can see somebody who's mm-hmm. either running, or you can see the county chairman, you can see those people. It encourages you to know to know you're not alone, even if you're in this real small town. Yeah, Jay came and hey, talked Aaron, to us that, about that, the program practice, uh, before he did it. We'll continue. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, oh, yes. Uh, most yeah. certainly, and yeah. it was extremely valuable. We also, yeah, one thing he didn't point out is we we find candidates that way also. Yeah. That's how Jay found me. <laughs> by the way, yeah, because uh, for and, those people don't know, that has to, yeah. that, that has to be yeah. uh, a a major yeah. uh, goal of ours as well. Because yeah. Mike, um, if people know, Mike lives candidates. Lives- running in every cycle and uh we have a full slate of candidates and uh we need to maintain that practice as well that just increases our credibility um and we have to enhance that even more yeah just as a side note people don't mike lives in chino valley which again is one of those smaller more rural communities that's you know a little bit a little bit different than prescott a little bit different than sedona so it's Right. Yeah, different right. different different issues in the more rural agricultural parts of the county. So Jay recruited you, huh? One of his meetings. Oh yeah, yeah, oh. absolutely. Well, I was works. asked to uh, I was asked to uh, speak uh, at a uh, gathering in July of 2021 here in Chino Valley at the local winery uh, because I was uh, because I was a school board member. And he asked me to come and, and talk about uh, school, uh, you know, the educational system uh, and uh, situation. And uh, I did so. And it was shortly, shortly thereafter that uh, I was asked to consider to, to run for office. So, uh, you know, Kathy Ransom was found in a similar fashion as well. Um, somebody from Cottonwood. Again, that's not the Sedona Center or the Prescott Center. So. Um, yeah, that that kind of program uh, will continue. And I do want to point out one thing that the Yavapai County Democratic Party has done really well um, under the previous chair now, John Lutz, and continuing under our new chair, Mike Fogel, is reach out across the mountain and to the whole county instead of just focusing on Prescott. So, for example, I am now on the board of the Alvapai County Dems. I live in Cornville. Like, they have not had someone from Cornville on the Alvapai <laughs> County Democratic Party board ever before. Um, so, and like this past cycle, the Alvapai County Party was able to hire me to do some of this organizing in the Verde Valley to make sure that we weren't neglected while there was focus in Prescott. So I think there really has been an investment on this side of the mountain that we hadn't seen in previous years. Oh, absolutely. Years. Uh, one of the uh, 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 important positions in the AVDEMS organization, which I appoint, uh, I have the authority to appoint, it's a non-elected type position, um, is an event coordinator or events manager. Well, Laura Masters from Rimrock, who has become very active in this past cycle, um, is uh, is agreed to be appointed to that position. So, yes, 
that side of the mountain is uh, important. We need to get develop all of our relationships uh, as many as we can, and I plan on being very uh, physically present uh, in uh, Davenport County uh, and Verde Valley and Sedona in the next couple of years. Yeah, 20 years ago, uh, I joined DOOR, and I found myself as a representative from DOOR and Sedona to the Yavapai Party. We went over there, and I was first impressed by the number of Republicans. That was sort of scary, you know. And the other thing I was impressed was the party was well-organized, even though it was just absolutely overwhelmed. Compared to Sedona, where we could win the election, they they had a really tough row, and I... I met the Yavapai uh, party uh, leaders for for many years, um, and I think one of the things that you're talking about is is to make sure we bridge the gap between the two sides of the mountain. Yavapai, I think Verde Valley has about a third. Lava can correct me. About a third the size population of the Prescott uh, Prescott Valley, or, or um, yeah. So Prescott City alone is about forty six thousand people. The Verde Valley as a whole, like the whole thing, mm-hmm. is about forty four thousand people. Mm-hmm. So Prescott plus Prescott Valley, Prestowy Humble, all that. Yeah, they got a lot more people. <laughs> uh, it's about three times, if yeah. I remember the statistics from years ago. It's about three times as many people. So when you have that weight of population, Mike things get to be too much over there and not enough over here. At least that's the way people yeah. feel, Karen, right? Yeah, it has. And it's been that way in, in the past. Of course, you know, the last decade, uh, when you know, the people in, in Sedona and the Verde Valley were in a different legislative district, yeah. different congressional right. district yeah. from people in Prescott. So we tended to, to focus up towards Flagstaff with the, Verde, right. with the Verde Valley because we shared, we shared a congressman and we, we shared the potential for legislative seats. Now that we have the redistricting, that's shifted back again. So all of Yavapai County is now included in, in one legislative district. For, we're all in the same congressional district once again, so that the, the need to sort of have this countywide collaboration mm-hmm. on, on issues and, and people in one part of the county working to help people in another part of the county is much more important than mm-hmm. there was before. So we, because we, you know, we knew we need to all work on electing the same, the same people. Mm-hmm. And it, I said it comes down to we all you know, we all talk so much when we talk at meetings when you're talking to people on the phone or canvassing about you know voting your ballot from the bottom up. Yeah. So that's so I think we all of us even if it's not our own specific city or even if we don't live in a city I live in an unincorporated part of the county it's going it's still important to elect like I said progressive people to the city councils in Prescott and you know in Chino Valley and in all the small towns as well as in Sedona. We succeeded in Sedona. Sedona's makeup's a little bit different, but it's important to find those people to run for those smaller city councils all across. Because that also, in the long term, often those are the people who decide to take a step up and run for a bigger office. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. where people, you know, school boards, you know, fire boards, that's where people get their, their toe in. I mean, that's why you got, you know, recruited to run because you'd run for school board. Yeah. Right. And so we need, right. to, we need exactly. to encourage people to run for all those offices. That's how people get their toe in. And some people then realize, hey, I, I, to solve the problems I see, I need to not be a school board member or a fire board member. I need to be in the legislature. I need to get involved in, a, in, a, some, in you know, either elected or other organizations statewide to make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I also need to point out that DOOR has a liaison uh, uh, position mm-hmm. on the Yav Dems uh, uh, organization. So 
so and that and that uh, currently is being uh, 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 held by Holly Blue, and who's uh, you know been very active in uh, activities as I as I've witnessed. So uh, there is plenty of uh, opportunity to in the organization for um, there to be that collaboration between both sides of the both sides of the mountain. So. So, Mike, what do you think is the the most important thing? And I think you've already touched on it, but what do you think is the most important thing for the Yavapai Democrats to do in the two years? Because interest drops off when we don't have an election. What's the most important thing you can do the next two years between elections? Actually, it'll be about a year, then we'll start up elections, right, Lonnie? Yeah. 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 It'll so, be January. Campaigns yeah. will start hiring. So. But, uh, so modify my question, Mike. And... Next year. <laughs> yeah, sir, sure. Uh, I think developing a, uh, a, a very broad-based communications um, network um, is something that we can work to build on in the, uh, in the upcoming year before the uh, uh, next year's election cycle begins. Um, <clears throat> Also, too, I think uh, spending time building relationships um, with those communities I just mentioned, um, where I think we can find some growth in uh, uh, the Democratic Party, uh, people who, who have the same values as us. And again, I want to mention that that is uh, our younger folks, 19 to 30 year olds, and also um, our Hispanic communities. Um, I add our Native and, American uh, communities, too. Uh, and, and then, then um, work to register and uh, engage those people in in um, our activities, which is going to be a lot of the work that LAM is going to be involved with, um, I'm sure. But that communications uh, network, and uh, I am actually meeting for the first time with the comms team of the Avdems this particular this coming Friday, and we're going to be working on um, goals for the upcoming year. Because, you, as has been pointed out by everyone in this talk, uh, this talk show, uh, it is reaching, it, the, the big challenge is reaching people across the uh, spectrum and to effectively do that. And uh, I would like to see younger people in our organization. Um, and so we're just going to, and then that, and, and part of what we can maybe do is, have a, a consistent uh, uh, showing uh, or, or presence in this radio show, uh, for instance. Yeah. Um, Be and, sure to uh, let us know, and, Mike. And make it when... consistent uh, and make it regular. And uh, but this, these are some of the things that we need to do. Um, yeah, we want to we want to get out to the public uh, whatever the Democratic Party is doing because I think. Uh, one look at Trump and what's happening to the Republicans tells us that this is not about party politics in some ways. It's about democracy versus forces who will undo democracy if it looks like it's going to cost them power. So there is a, we're in a very serious situation uh, beyond the normal Democrats and Republicans. Uh, I, I'm, I'm an older guy and, and – uh, we don't have the relationships we used to have with Republicans. They were always combative. They were always at least, you know, at least the males are all a little bit of a conflict with them. And in debate, 
but we 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 discuss things, you know, mm-hmm. starting in college and going for many many years. Republican men actually invite me to their meetings here. Yeah, they used to. When, they used to. When That's, Steve was our door, president of Door, yeah. he was invited to come to some of those meetings, and we had a, mm-hmm. and they were on a couple of issues from joint meetings organized by the Republicans and the Democrats together to discuss other not other issues in the community. Frankly, yeah. that's gone now. Yeah. That's yeah. gone. The ability to talk to um, Trump-influenced Republicans, people who believe in conspiracy theories, once they buy into one conspiracy theory, then they seem to buy into another. And if I've tried to talk to them, uh, maybe Lama and Karen have been more successful, but trying to talk to people once they get in these conspiracy theories, it's just another level so the mm-hmm. minute you talk about one level not being true then then it just goes on and on so yeah yeah, yeah my we like to make well, sure I, that people are if updated I, if i could comment on that it, it this is very relevant to what's going on in Pike county thank goodness ken bennett out primaried mr zipperman yeah who is one of those QAnon conspiracy um, uh election deniers and he only beat him by 250 votes. Wow. Over 50,000 Republicans participated in the primary. Uh, by the way, that was more than any other legislative district in the state of Arizona. So, uh, and I have a good relationship with Ken. Uh, we have promised each other to uh, maintain this relationship uh, when they're in legislative session. Uh, so that, uh, uh, you know, we, we can talk about the issues. He's open uh, to listening to uh, things that I have to say. Uh, and he's certainly not of that ilk that we have to make sure uh, doesn't get into public office. And, uh, you know, 2024 is going to be a lot saner in this state because of the uh, of Hobbs, Fontes, uh, Mays, uh, in uh, in those top three positions in the state, so yeah, I think that that, that, that Democrats in, in Arizona are pretty flexible. We, you know, uh, Tom O'Halloran, our congressman, was one of the more conservative Democrats in in the House. But frankly, people loved Tom and voted for him, and we're sorry he got moved to a district where he got voted out because he was our congressman for many years and. Uh, uh, he was he was people did run against him from a progressive point of view, but it was never nasty and it was never a never attack on Tom personally, who who was sort of outstanding. So I, I right. think that I think your relationship with Ken is, is really r- rare. I hope it gets more common when I talk to Republicans and the, the few sane Republicans around. I won't name them because I'll just get them in trouble. But. When I talked to them, they just told me they could not get out of the primaries, uh, Mike. They just said, we can't get out of a primary. So what right. do you, is, I don't know what Democrats can, can't help them, really, can we? <laughs> no, well, actually, a pretty common thing in the Verde Valley is people who identify as Democrats registering as Republicans because they feel that's the only way their vote gets heard. And for a Correct. lot of years in the Verde Valley, that has been true, especially when – Democrats haven't fielded candidates. See, we had a Democratic Party meeting back when the precincts were smaller, and the people across the seat, you said, you didn't invite us to the, to the thing. We saw the flags. We saw everybody meeting. I said, well, you're registered Republicans. 
And he said, oh, we're not really Republicans. <laughs> we just registered so we yeah. could vote for Tom. Right, right. You know, right. There were a lot of those people in Sedona. Yeah. Gradually, they've shifted and actually uh, uh, either moved either to independents or to Democrat. But there were an awful lot of registered Republicans yeah. in Sedona Particularly that were not back, Republicans. Particularly back in the, in the day when independents couldn't vote in the primaries. Right. When I moved to Sedona in you know, 1987, I registered as a Republican because you, you could not vote in the primary if you were an independent. And obviously county offices and some of the others, it was going to be a Republican that won. So having a voice in the primary was important, and that was the only way to do it. You know, that's, you know the state laws change now. Independents can vote in either primary. So you don't have to choose to register to a party that you don't really belong to just to have, a, have that voice. You can find it in other ways. The one, one problem or one, one thing I heard. One of the other observations, if I could uh, for a minute, it relates to things you're uh, suggesting is that um, if we take a look at, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, a lot of uh, initiatives and referenda uh, that have taken place in the last 20, 30 years in this state, um, it is not unusual that um, those initiatives and referendums that uh, actually uh, represent uh, values uh, that the Democrats hold, uh, let's say, uh, greater support for public education. I mean, it's just one example, and there are others. That the state votes in good numbers as a majority uh, on those issues. And the, the hang-up for, for uh, making this even a bluer state, that's an indicator. That's an indicator that there is some bluishness here is uh, the legislature. Now, they often, and my observation has been they run into minority, uh, and uh, uh, even though the Republicans uh, hold uh, both, both houses, um, what we need to do as Democrats is to work on changing the legislature. And um, those, uh, and, and I think two people, in Yavapai, who have been instrumental in Yavapai County, what's taking place here, and that's Nikki Indikovich and uh, Kerry Hall, uh, mentors of Lama, by the way. Mm -hmm. They are going to take the program that is so successful here in organizing people and getting them out to vote downstate and other counties, and that that effort uh, could prove to be the way in which we eventually turn the legislature. Mike, um, uh, I want to thank you for being Democrats. with us. Yeah, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but we uh, I got okay. two minutes. I saw two yeah. fingers waving around. That means we have two minutes to wrap yeah. up things. So, and we yeah. want to talk about the door yearly meeting in January. It's yeah. their biggest meeting of the year. And I'm sure 15th. January 15th, 5 to 7, I'm for people have a chance. I'm sure Mike will be invited to that meeting. You know, to say a few words, but you should have had the county chairs from both counties you know, invited to that meeting. And hopefully that he'll well, be there. That makes think, sort yeah. of sense. Yeah. Of and the other just sort of 30-second plug, since Mike mentioned the legislature, is there are a lot of groups in the area, um, the indivisible groups in Sedona and in Prescott, Save Our Schools nation, uh, statewide, which will train people on how to make comments on bills of the legislature. So following what the legislature does is important in the next two years. 
while you're doing it, is to see what the people who got elected are really doing so we can let them know they don't represent all of us. They don't even represent all the Republicans. So it's important, and, and the, the lead on that is often taken by groups like Save Our Schools and your, your local indivisible groups. So mm-hmm. and get I in touch with the door that. yearly meetings are, are really yeah. interesting, folks. They're inspiring sometimes, and they're, they're informative always. And uh, we hope you will show up there. Um, uh, again, well, it's the 15th. I have, I have to say, my Christmas is being celebrated the week of 14th of January through the 21st, um, and I'm going to be actually in Mexico. Uh, and that's simply because we have to wrap it up. Our Mike. family couldn't get together. Thank you for being with wanna... us, folks. Uh, turn in to vvid.org for a podcast of this show and all the other shows. And listening to Democratic Perspective, brought to you by the Verde Valley Independent Democrats, a weekly talk show focusing on the political issues facing the Verde Valley, Sedona, Northern Arizona, and our nation at large. Catch us every Monday morning after the 8 a.m. news, right here on AM 780 KAZM. It's beautiful out there, folks. Have a great day.